0: It is time to blast off inside the kennel. And now here is a tomahawk missile himself, Vin Dog Radio. Woo! Woo! Woo!
1: Welcome to the kennel with myself, Vin Dog Radio, Money bin Production. Please follow my producer, the Superman himself, Money bin road baby at money bin productions with the z yes ladies and gentlemen he said it one more time and we're in the house and please love and follow the podcast on podbean.com we're available on iheartradio tune in spotify google and apple podcasts yes indeed we are all over the place Pandora, and wherever you show. Download podcasts, Amazon Music. Thank you so much for adding us. We're all over the world. I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, and shouts out to our friends in Turkey, Australia, Israel, and other places. I'm telling you, we are lifting spirits all around the place. And Mike Owen is going to be our special guest today. It's going to be fun! And on future episodes, we have Anthony Tremino and more. It's going to be a doozy. Money Ben, what's happening, my brother? I know, it's crazy early. Top of the morning. It's top of the morning to ya. They, they say the early bird gets the worm. Hey, brother, and we're getting it, man. And that's how we're doing. You know, as 2 Chains would say, he is riding around and getting it. Exactly. <laughs> oh, man. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you, it's going to be fun. Uh, Money Bin, we are doing this actually... It's going to be around the world pretty soon, because you're going to be on the other side of the world, and it's going to be sweet, because we're really going to show them how it's done.
2: It's going to be worldwide, like Pitbull would say.
1: Yeah, Yeah, that's cool. So, man, Pitbull is the man. He loves America. So do we. And so, what's going to happen is, we are going to expose every clown duster that does something wrong to this country. That does something wrong to the people. We are here. Oh, and one more thing, folks! One more thing, just one more thing. Please don't forget to add us on the Cash app and make a donation to the podcast. We really would greatly appreciate it. Yes, hashtag Inside the Kennel One. Cash tag Inside the Kennel One, and let them know what our future stuff is going to be uh, with Patreon, my friend. Yeah, Patreon. Patreon is going to have. The, the merch mm-hmm. Special, special as Episodes that you can download You know All that fun stuff Yes ladies and gentlemen gotta... Yes please uh, We're going to be announcing the Patreon Pretty soon we're getting everything In the works it's going to be fun I'm telling you we're going to have some fun merch Like uh, t-shirts that say They can't think And it's going to be awesome Yeah <laughs> Should we say bobblehead Milano herself? (laughs) Yeah, the the bobblehead herself. Yeah. (laughs) Dude, that was a great Missile Launch episode. I I remember that. That was all fun. (laughs) She wasn't so charmed after all, was she? No, not at all. That's why she got kicked off and peeled off. All right, everybody. So, yes, please love and follow our podcast. We would greatly appreciate it. And don't forget to add me on Getter, Twitter, and Instaslam at Vindog Radio. And please don't forget to follow my super producer, Extraordinaire Money Ben. Yes, on Twitter, Instagram, and Rumble at Money Ben Productions. One more time, folks, with a Z. All right. All right. Yeah, that's beautiful. I love it, ladies and gentlemen. I love it. Everybody's like, why is he sounding so low? Because I'm ready, I'm almost ready to be hype when what's his name jumps on, Mr. Mike Owen. It is going to be so cool. I can't believe we finally got him. Crystal Basin Winery. And, uh, you know, I heard it through a rumor mill that we might have one of the world's most popular pastor's coming on real soon we can't say his name because we have to make sure that it's going to be set in stone and uh we have lots of people on we always have james cadiz and uh tom hughes and those are some popular dudes i'm telling you um but there's another guy We're just trying to get it into works, Um, and we're also looking forward to working with Charlie Kirk and Officer Brandon Tatum. We're going to have a lot of these people on, and it's going to be fun, man, because we're going to go rock bottom tough on all of these things that are going on, and we're fighting back for you, America, because we love you. That almost sounded like Brother Love right there. (laughs) Remember that, dude? (laughs) Yeah He was like I love you <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen We're coming back On the other side Of the kennel Right here On Podbean.com Money ben, You ready to Cock back and aim Brother 10-4 Yes and super producer Damien is right there too Yeah he's He's hanging out <laughs> Oh yeah he,
2: He's got a little Derringer
1: That's right Baby shark Ready to shoot Back in In a minute,
2: sucker.
1: Back in a minute. More with the street shooter himself right after this. Follow him on Twitter and Instagram at Vindog Radio. you can talk to my man, Money Ben. That's right. You get Money Ben Productions up with a Z on Instagram. Yes, you can DM him or DM me at Vindog Radio USA on Instagram and Twitter also. And we will get back to you and we will work with your budget. Small budget, big budget, large budget, any budget. We work with everybody. Isn't that right? Yes. Do we work with people that want to spend their money? Yes. Do we know how to promote? Yes. Are we the greatest podcast on earth? Yes. So please promote with the kennel right now, and we will take care of you taking care of us because we love all of our people, right? Yes. We love everyone. Yes. We sure do, right? Yes. Okay, cool. Stay tuned. More of the kennel coming up, baby, right here on podbean.com. Okay, shoot, straight from the hip. And if you don't like it, go and stuff yourselves.
2: Back to the kennel with Mr. Keeping. The real himself, in Dog Radio. Hey, what's up? It's Rick D's in the morning. Don't forget to wake up with me right here, but right now, Vin Dog.
1: Welcome back to the show, Vin Dog the House, and I gotta tell you, the kennel is live and direct, live from the Podbean Studios with myself, Vin Dog Radio. And please love and follow the podcast on Podbean.com. We're available on iHeartRadio, Amazon Music. Uh, Apple and Google Podcast, TuneIn Radio, Pandora, and Spotify, and wherever you shall download podcasts. And I have my great friend on. He is a distinguished gentleman and a real American, ladies and gentlemen. Please welcome my friend, Mr. Mike Owen. Hello, Vinny. I'm happy to be here today in beautiful California. Yes, yes, beautiful California, but we got to get rid of the communist regime in Sacramento. That's the plan,
0: right? Why it's not pushing uphill, but uh, that would be when my dreams come true, <laughs> Hey, so
1: did you happen to see what happened to Josephina Robinette Biden the other day? A bird dropped a load on him.
0: That's probably the last time that dude dropped a load for a long time. <laughs> uh, hold on, hold on, wait a minute. Uh, when he was meeting with the Pope, I think he dropped a load. Yeah, but
1: this was funny. The bird has more common sense than the Biden lovers themselves. <laughs> it was yeah, the. Yeah, it's, it's truly metaphorical. <laughs> yeah, it was the perfect flight pattern, too. Yeah, I'm surprised the Secret Service didn't freak out. Oh, they didn't care. They're just like, oh, uh, uh, such is life. <laughs> you know, they're like, yeah, we just have to guard this guy, but we really don't care too much for him. It's okay, you know.
0: <laughs> well, it's funny watching him and some of those clips kind of wandering around looking for the salad bar by himself at these, uh, at you know, press conferences and stuff. It's it's like everybody's kind of disowned him, Vinny. Yeah, pretty much. You
1: know, they disowned the whole regime, I guess. And, and the thing is, this guy was
0: installed. There's no such thing as an audit because we would have, I mean, we would have seen different results. I mean, that, that's just what I got to believe. You, you have the same experience, Vinny. We went to bed uh, at like midnight. And the next morning, there were hundreds of thousands of votes that only went in one direction. Exactly. And, and, and they had stopped counting in all of the states where that happened. Now, there's there's a lot of coincidences and stuff, but we, uh, you know the law of Occam's Razor? Occam's Razor says the most obvious explanation for something is usually accurate.
1: Absolutely, 100%. And supposedly he got more votes than his predecessor, Barack Saddam Hussein Obama.
0: Well, you know, and that he was a very popular president, whether you know, he was my favorite dude or not. But the the, the, the fallacy of having that many more votes for somebody who uh, didn't even poll well and and you know, and the primary the only reason he won primaries was because they had other folks drop out. And then he has a VP in the calculator herself,
1: as uh, you know, a lot of my friends like to call her Bob Marley. She only had one percent of the American vote, and she's vice president now. You got to be kidding me!
0: The, the interesting thing was um, we seem to have forgotten how easy it was for Tulsi Gabbard to destroy her.
1: Oh um, yeah, with
0: one one set of conversations and. Dulcie is so dangerous that you saw the uh, Democratic Party reach out and basically cancel her.
1: Yeah, her own party canceled her.
0: Yeah, I know. Well, but the thing is, she's a centrist, Vinny. She's somebody who actually can listen to other people. Right. Um, she served in the military. So, you know, you have to see. Uh, I'm going to believe that there's some level of patriotism there versus hatred for your country.
1: Yes, absolutely, a so, hundred percent.
0: If you look to some more of the radical folks that she was in Congress with, there is an overt hatred for for their own country uh, that they that they espouse all the time.
1: You know that uh, a certain person got elected to the Supreme Court. You know, and it was horrible. She's not a biologist, and she cannot define what a woman is. What makes you think she has the brain capacity to define the Constitution?
0: Well, part of what a, an attorney does is parse language. And you saw it happen when Clinton was talking about what the definition of is is. Remember that? Yes, I do recall and that. Then, uh, yeah. And then, but see, Katanji Jackson, if she's unable to determine what a woman is or what a girl is or what a female is and she needs expert witnesses associated with that doesn't help her understand the complexities of law
1: exactly this was a plot by the left and a couple of rhinos too we, we can't leave them off the table oh, there's four of them and they say oh we're gonna cast our votes because she's qualified she was not qualified as a matter of fact an infant can be more qualified than she could
0: Well, but only a black female infant can be qualified in the same way she is. (laughs) But you know what's so contradictory? Do you remember
1: when the conservatives had a uh, black lady that was going to be nominated for the Supreme Court? And the same regime puppet, at that time he was a lousy senator, he denied her. Well,
0: because he's racist.
1: Exactly. Thank you very much. Joseph Biden is a racist.
0: Well, I mean, that's what you say to anyone you don't like in America. doesn't matter if they are or not. Is this what you say. Like that Joe Rogan guy. He's a racist.
1: <laughs> Even though Joe Rogan was just, you know,
0: making a statement. <laughs> well, he's also a listener. You know, that yes. whole listening thing is, uh, you know, th- to me, that makes good uh, a good public sermon, whether it's in the media or whether it's elected office or whether it's, you know, celebrity. Um, all of those things mean that you're tuned in to the audience and you're not purely in dictation mode. And the and, and I think the, the Dems are poised to uh, reap the downside of not listening to the constituency.
1: Right. I, I don't even think they cared about the constituency. All they wanted were the numbers from them. That's it.
0: Well, and, and the chance to create radical change within a two-year period. And they still have, you know, they still got what's today they, they still got eight
1: months left yeah eight months of destruction left in this country i'm like is there going to be any america left or what is going to happen in november
0: well i have a prediction that i can share with you about the fifth booster the fifth booster will be the uh, fallout from putin's nuclear weapons
1: exactly that would be the fallout i believe that what's the sixth booster
0: uh I don't
1: know. It's probably, uh, how many horsemen of the apocalypse are there? Oh boy. The four horsemen of the apocalypse. Oh my. Yeah. And the fifth booster. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man. Now you're talking about open up sales in the book of revelation now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. People have called me a bit of a conspiracy theorist. And, And you know, it's so funny. Everything that, we have all been saying has come to light, like you know Hunter's laptop, the Biden crime family funding money through the Ukraine, and and I believe Biden's partners with Russia also.
0: Uh, well, yeah, his kid got his kid got stuff from them, and they for for Putin to be able to sit around and listen to how how he, you know, was Trump's fraternity buddy, um, you know, and then how evil that they had to all be included because he would have said you guys are idiots, shut up. Yeah, but here's, but, but here's the thing. This was the election last time, and it was no different when Hillary was involved. Imagine yourself uh, as one of America's myriad enemies, and you're walking down uh, uh, an imaginary road, and you come to this roadblock, and you want to get through it because you want to, you know, you're, you're an enemy of America. And Bernie Sanders is at the roadblock. What do you do? You puff up your cheeks and blow him over, and he'll just fall over. So that doesn't project strength.
1: Exactly. The
0: same person, either Biden or Hillary, are interchangeable on this. You put those same people in the same roadblock, and how does that uh, imaginary enemy of America get through it? They write him a check. Now, whether that's buying uranium and buying off their kid or who knows what it is, you write him a check.
1: Yeah, and the big guy got 10%. Hunter Biden was getting checks from Burisma, and he was pushing money from oligarchs in Russia? come on. What's really going on, America?
0: And the same uh, deal is uh, if you put uh, the same scenario and you put Donald Trump uh, it's a behind that imaginary barricade, that uh, enemy of America doesn't go anywhere near it because Trump's kind of a, enough of a whack job where you don't know what he's going to do. And he, he's strong and he's unpredictable, but he's going to take action. He's not going to consult with his advisors, I mean, good or bad, because Trump kind of doesn't care what anybody else thinks. <laughs> <laughs>
1: And the country was going well. The um, uh, country
0: went well because he was a patriot. He was after what was good for the country. He was already a billionaire, Vinny. He didn't need to make more money.
1: Exactly. And they got a little ticked off because he didn't play ball with the boys.
0: Yeah, Trump has always done it his own way. And the, the reason that he was a very abrasive personality is he was a New York uh, a real estate developer. Uh-huh how do you think you you cannot be a milk toast guy in that environment we we did we you know we we wanted a rabid dog for president we didn't want it, an old fat cat
1: and the guy was no pushover and that was the best part and that's why we wanted him in office
0: Our enemies were at bay at that point you know, they're baying <laughs>
1: If you ever uh looked up anything about the Fed and how much money they've been loaning out to these, you know, corporate guys and business owners and banks, this is over the past uh thirty plus years. Did you know that they have given away over ninety five trillion dollars and counting of our money?
0: Well, there was a couple of different bailouts. <clears throat> yeah, I saw you know a new attempt with AIG did. It basically bought out after AIG took a dump. More recently, um, it's worthwhile to listen to some of the financial stuff that Glenn Beck talks about because he's pointing out that the money that's being loaned by the Treasury and the Fed to the big banks, they require them to put a percentage of that money into T-bills and basically prop up their own loan.
1: And uh, he just had this lady on Carol Roth earlier today and she basically said that wholesale inflation went up 11.2% and she goes we're not going to we're not going to feel it right now but down the road we're going to feel that because wholesale inflation deals with uh you know manufacturing of products that we need or
0: buy here the uh, we all mumble about the supply chain but that's really more the stuff on the truck mm-hmm. the truck itself is going to cost a lot more to move around Yeah. And then we further throttled that in California by taking away the uh, independent contractor approach to things. So you can't be an independent trucker anymore.
1: No, and that's absolutely dangerous. You know that they are trying to do this to farmers. They want artificial intelligence to control everything. They
0: already have AI
1: tractors. Did you know that?
0: Yeah. It doesn't surprise me. You can map out a field and, you know, and have that done. Yeah. And it, ultimately to to decrease stuff, but the same people who won't do anything GMO um, will also eat the test tube meat. (laughs) Have you noticed that? I mean, that's a little... To me, that's contradictory, but, you know, I I think about things and I just don't recite what I'm told.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, look at the way these guys work. I mean, Bill Gates, for uh, instance... And Klaus Schwab and Warren Buffett, you know, all these guys, they're like really demonically inspired or shall I say, satanically inspired.
0: Yeah, I mentioned it a little bit earlier. How rich do you need to be? <laughs> uh, I mean, because, you know, OK, you got know, so you got a couple of jets and a couple of nice Ferraris and a couple of nice, you know, villas in, in Venice and a couple of nice ski area, whatever. Do you need all of them? I mean, that's a, uh, that's a megalomaniac approach to that
1: stuff. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. This is the tipping point, and people have to start getting it together. This entire republic is going to fall faster than we have ever seen it happen before in history.
0: When the pandemic first happened, Vinny, I went and I, you know, I put my thinking cap on, and I went and studied up on the, uh, the Spanish flu. Mm-hmm. And I said, all right, well, that's going to be provide some sort of model for what society is going to do face with this threat. And it's not as much as what they do during the, the pandemic and whether that's silly stuff like I had to sell tamales to be able to do wine tasting or masking little kids or, or whatever silly stuff. Uh, m- my point is, how long did it take a society to come back from Spanish flu? Bunch of people died. Much more than we're seeing now.
1: Oh, of course.
0: And uh, and so that bruises like, you know, it's like a peach, right? You hit the high side of the peach with a hammer, it's going to bruise that peach. Right. And and so if you really look back at it, what can we point to, uh, you point to, your listeners point to, that happened during 1920, 21, or 22? There were really no world events. It was really... Um, You know, uh, not a lot that we can think about that happened during that period because we had to wear off that bruise. Yeah, And then at at the end of that came this period of wild abandon that we call the 20s. And then there was a big crash. Yes, in 1929. Right. So if you don't necessarily have to have the timeline be the same, you can see a lot of similarities there. And uh, I had just, uh, I just went to the World War II Museum in New Orleans very somber place. But the exhibit that caught my attention more than anything else was the exhibit about the conditions precedent to the uh, the Second World War. And it was, you know, the end of a, of a period of time, um, when one group was uh, aggrieved against another, and then the rise of the strongman, and then how they used the, the power to, you know, to divide up civilizations, and we were worshiping strongmen. And if this sounds like Putin and Zelenko or Zelenki and and uh, uh, the Chinese guys and and this kind of uh, move that we're having towards consolidating power uh, around uh, and obviously an obviously an infirm president, that's rise of the strong now.
1: Exactly. Now, you know, since this whole new world order agenda has always been on the table for decades, well, practically centuries, um, China cannot be a superpower in order for the super elites to take over. They have to make China fall somehow.
0: Yeah, you know, maybe that stuff's in their bio lab right now.
1: Courtesy of Antonio Fauci.
0: If you think Fauci isn't tossing around a vial on his desk that has COVID-21 written on it, and one of these times he's going to accidentally not, pick, not catch it when he throws it up in the air. Oh, of course. I mean, remember, these guys
1: had a little, uh, how do you call it, simulation of something called Event 201 where they
0: killed, what, 65 million people? Well, and what if you put out a bunch of um, smaller events where you decrease the world's population by 1% on each of these things that you did? If your goal is to decrease it, it would, you know, it would take a couple of generations, but in their mind, they're moving in the right direction.
1: Boy, they're going to crash and burn hard at the end of it all. I'm talking about an eternal flame, if you know what I mean.
0: There's a, um, a point in time when Peter might not be your friend.
1: The world right now is upside down and inside out. And it's funny, when you try to talk to people about these things, they still think, oh, man, that's just a bunch of uh, nonsense. That'll never happen. Well, it did happen. People got conditioned to wearing masks, to social distancing. Doesn't that sound
0: like China? Well, I. Man, here's my take on that and I just had this happen to me the other day. I was trying to have a mask uh, conversation with somebody who's close to me and insist on wearing one. And I and I said, what's it about? And she said it it's about politeness, right? It's about being polite. <laughs> and I'm thinking, How how fast did we turn on um, this particular act which is covering half of one's face? We know it's not effective against this virus thing. We know that, that cloth masks are are they are they're, they're phys- physically not set up. The, the filter in a cloth mask is not small enough to catch the virus. That's, it's, that's just mathematical. And, and so the politeness thing has just come out of clean air because why does that define politeness? Is that how the burka was founded? <laughs> right? Oh, I mean, you're really polite if you can only look out through this little hole the rest of your life, right? mm Hmm. How polite is that? I'm super polite, now. I'll wear two burkas.
1: <laughs> <laughs> this mask is as useless as the so-called governor of California. Aye, aye, aye. I-, I said, okay, cool. We- we'll give you two weeks. And then it turned into almost three years.
0: <laughs> uh, and after three, well, I don't know, Philadelphia's or Pennsylvania is going to put masks back in vote. In Filthy Dolphia?
1: I heard their cheesesteaks weren't really that well anyways.
0: Uh, somewhere in Pennsylvania just went back to a mask mandate in their city.
1: Wow, that is incredible. Now it's going to be at a state level and the federal doesn't have to say anything. People just do
0: it. Well, that's right. Local jurisdiction has uh, you know precedent over the federal law. You can always make laws tighter. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you can't make things looser than the federal law,
1: typically. Yeah, exactly. I think there's going to be some pushback. I, I mean, there is a Great Awakening happening. It's just not being pushed out in the jet stream media because they don't want it to get out. They don't want people to know that there's folks waking up and saying, hey, man, we got to put a stop to this.
0: So put your other hat on, man. So let's say you're a Democrat. Oh, no. And you to, I know, you'd want to pluck your eyes out and stuff, but that's different. <laughs> I um, like to
1: gouge my eardrums out. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, but I mean, how would, you, how would you save your party right now? I mean, what are the things that, that you think they're going to start talking about doing, even if they're just campaign promises?
1: Oh, yeah. <laughs> what do they talk about?
0: Energy. I'm, I'm also hearing that um want to push more money at, at law enforcement, at police.
1: Wow. They got, they got
0: real unpopular with the whole um, defund the police thing. And we, we, the rise of crime. I had somebody in 2019 just rag me about how the murder rate had gone up like crazy during Trump's term, and I'm like, well, I don't, I don't, I don't see that. And I'd actually started going trying to develop some of the data, and I don't got time for that stuff. Exactly. But, uh, I mean, now look at where we're at. We've we, we acknowledged on mainstream media, um, much more acknowledged when it's a racial element to that crime. Um, and uh, the, but, but that whole one of my family members works very close to where that shooting was in Sacramento last week.
1: And sure enough, I mean, like, gun control, gun control, gun control—that's all they want.
0: Right. Well, but the folks, the folks involved with that were were gangbangers.
1: Exactly, you know,
0: they were they had modified stolen weapons. So that there, are, there are plenty of laws that are in place that are, are set up to address that in a very direct way. We're not doing a good job of using those laws because more laws don't help. The, the most libertarian thing I've ever heard, you might like this, every time that a law gets written, one needs to get taken off the books. Yep,
1: that is true. Right? And
0: you could you could get rid of stupid stuff like, you know, can't ride a donkey on Sunday. I mean, there's – there's a, how many laws are out there like that? And, the, you know, once we're down to the uh, DA can um, – <laughs> the, the DA can indict a ham sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> We're probably in that position.
1: <laughs> oh, man, indict a ham sandwich on rye bread.
0: Yeah, that's what they say. man. If you're, You you can't be a DA if you can't uh, indict a ham sandwich. And they come up with a reason why it needs to you be know, in front
1: of the grand jury. Oh, man, when you said imagine myself as a Democrat, I couldn't do it.
0: <laughs> yeah, you just kind of froze on the... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, Vinny, gotcha.
1: i like imagine myself as a democrat no that word in freedom just does not go together (laughs) it's like a pastor said at a church one night he said democrat and christian just don't go together
0: (laughs) Uh, i'm not such an absolutist on that but but the
1: the, the i am because the left-wing party And rhinos love to capitulate people to baby killing with this pro-choice, but they're pro-life, but they're pro-choice nonsense. But go ahead and finish off your thought, my brother.
0: (laughs) er, Early in this podcast, man, you heard me talk about how I want people to listen to each other. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I I try to listen to people around me because there's some people I, I, I love very much and I don't agree much politically with them. And and to be honest, I'm looking straight in the eye. Are they idiots? Yeah, they're idiots. I'm not gonna tell them, that. <laughs> yeah, not gonna tell
1: them that's not my place. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. You know what? You just have to have that Tucker Carlson look of surprise every time he interviews one of those numbskulls.
0: Yeah, just the flabbergasted um you know who the other one is, uh you know who Terrence Williams is? Yes. That guy cracks me up because he's this deadpan, you know, slapstick by using just his face. Yeah, he had a whoopee gold wig on last week. It was a little too much. You know? I, I, I tweaked on it a little bit. Uh.
1: <laughs> These people have just given us so much ammo over the past decade.
0: So tell me how much you love J.P. Sears.
1: Sarcasm at another level.
0: Uh, does he piss you off? He's, a, he's the most sarcastic dude on the planet. I mean, let's be honest. So the, uh, the best use of sarcasm, Vinny, here's your, your challenge then. If you want to rise to some sort of pro level, making sarcastic comments that go over their head.
1: Oh, yes. I love doing
0: that. <laughs> that's pro level.
1: I'm going to do the Lockheed Martin psychology training, but I'm going the opposite direction with it. I'm going to talk to them off their level. So what do you think we should put on the menu for this interesting Easter weekend? As a matter of fact, Resurrection Weekend is what we call it around here.
0: For a Manchurian theme during dinner tonight. Oh, that sounds fun. I've never had Manchurian food. (laughs) Oh, Oh,
1: man, that is so hilarious. Yeah, so it's going to be an interesting weekend. I can't wait. I'm looking forward to it.
0: Does that, um, does that extend to what you end up eating for Easter dinner? Yes, indeed. I get
1: ham, and they get vegan crackers.
0: <laughs> yeah, because um, you, know, you could take a whole vegan approach to, uh, to Easter, and, and some of the tradition that evolves around it, which is either candy or food, or you know, there, there's mm-hmm. um, that you could you know end up <laughs> coming out against.
1: I want people to know how you got started in being the entrepreneur that you are today. you have some great stuff on that website, by the way.
0: Thank you. Mm -hmm. Thank you. That's um, the website is how we've kind of wrapped, uh, you know, a way to describe what we're doing uh, Mm -hmm. around the winery project. And uh, my wife and I are serial entrepreneurs. I was a Silicon Valley guy for a long time, but couldn't just do one thing. And uh, we had a, at a home winery for a while. She had an entertainment business. We've owned a couple of restaurants. Yeah, and, and believe it or not, after saying that, never went bankrupt. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's been cool because uh, there's something about producing tangible items, Vinny. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, when I was a, a finance guy, I was producing a lot of Excel spreadsheets based ideas and formats and, and you know analysis and budgets and all that stuff's all good.
2: Mm-hmm. But ultimately
0: it's not tangible at the end of the day. It's not like chopping wood and you have a bunch of wood to burn. <laughs> yeah. So winery winery was always the opposite of that, which is ultimately, you know, you're gonna do this work, you're gonna go through all this effort, you're gonna have something tangible. It has value, um, and then you have to deliver it to your end users in a way that, that they want it. You know what I mean? You can't go
1: to 7-Eleven with it, for instance. Oh, no, my friend. You cannot come to 7-Eleven with that expensive wine, my friend. No way. Oh, no.
0: We can't no do think, it. Of the marketing, think of the marketing value of being able to supersize
1: it. <laughs> oh, Slurpee with wine. <laughs> but, yeah, so, yeah, I, I went onto the Crystal Basin Winery website and I'm like, man, this stuff is awesome.
2: Yeah, and they, uh, we have a What's coming up is a uh, party that we do. Every year we have a costume gig.
0: Mm-hmm. And so it's
2: been pirates in the 60s and 70s. And it's been, you know, a, a redneck party. It's been, um, this year it's 80s prom. Oh, nice. So about 60% of our customers that night or that day dress up. And uh, and so it, it's, it's a kick. We have a, what, one of the things we do is we create community uh, with the whole, with the wine, because you know, everyone wants to find new friends, hang out, mm-hmm. talk to people they don't get to talk to, and that the old concept of the town square is lost with social media,
1: yeah, because social media has put everybody in their own bubbles,
2: well, and in a, a self reflective one as well,
1: mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, I mean, absolutely. If, if you
2: don't go out and you know, and, and this is your stretch goal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Find one democratic whack job friend and friend them on Facebook, right? Yeah,
1: exactly. Because
2: it it helps you to understand what, what you know what they're thinking because strangely they're logical people who otherwise are pretty smart. Mm-hmm. You know, and it, so the I've been searching for the difference and I you know kind of watch some conversations, I'm I gap on it and every once in a while I just have to say something.
1: <laughs> yeah, no kidding. You know you know, I actually have a friend that's a Lib and I went to high school with him and we actually had a decent conversation when he said when he asked me he goes what do you think about all this crap when somebody calls themselves a woman and wins the swim competition and it's really a man i said you know why because he was he was ranked 500th in the world and he couldn't compete as a man so he had to be you know the uh, a woman and he probably played the shania twain song when he was making his so-called transition to being a woman so <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, here's the, so I'm just gonna give you a bumper sticker version of that, or you could actually maybe put it on um, you put it on a t-shirt. Okay. <laughs> so you never want to vote for anyone who's been on a Wheaties box. <laughs> Just think about that for a minute. Oh, no, it's already (laughs) thought. I got it. I got it. Yeah, and Mark Mark Spitz ain't running for shit, right? So you don't have to worry about that. Yeah,
1: exactly. Thank you.
2: (laughs) And and Rachel Levin is not a
1: woman, people. Get it out of your thick skulls. Well, no,
2: and the thing is, our society has worked with this issue and tried pretty hard. Um, There's a thing called Title IX. And we've spent a lot of money, a lot of tax money, appropriately, I've got it. Um, for Title IX, which is women's sports. Yes. And, and that's cool. And and, and I supported it. It's all good. Now, when all of a sudden women's sports is undefinable by the Supreme Court justice. Oh, my goodness. How did we get there, dude? <laughs> girls were girls and men were men. Yeah. Well, I got, I got to have a, I need a, I'm not a biologist. I can't tell who can swim. I mean, come on, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey what are hey Roy Orbison got it right? <laughs> Roy Orbison? Yeah, when he made the song Pretty Woman, see? He knew what it oh, was. Dude. He defined
2: it and the guy doesn't see. He was singing that to J. Edgar Hoover. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't know that was written for him, did
1: you? <laughs> He was insulting Jay Edgar Hoover when he wore that no, dress.
2: There was a little love song between the two of them. Man. Oh
1: my God, a blind man in love with Jay Edgar Hoover. Boy, that's just well, wrong.
2: I, I'm not sure Roy was going to get any with those glasses he wore. Man.
1: Yeah, what yeah. Wore. <laughs> <laughs> and everybody thought it was for Julia Roberts, huh? <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. That is just hilarious. Oh, man. After
2: that. Well, no, you want to do something about, like, have Chuck Schumer singing backup or something. (laughs) Chuck Toomer. (laughs) Oh, yeah. You
1: know, he's just like that annoying growth that you just want to get rid of.
2: So do you think um, when his family immigrated to the United States, their name very likely could have been Carbuncle?
1: (laughs) (laughs) Or (laughs) Carfunkel.
2: (laughs) hi i'm i'm robert carbuncle (laughs) oh man and you know
1: it's so funny his niece is just as ugly as he is
2: oh man it hurts my heart
1: yeah (laughs) it's like you're breaking my heart here chucky
2: yep Charles is in charge. Oh,
1: oh, oh, oh,
2: oh.
1: oh man, speaking of that, I got to get that guy Scott Bale on here. It's going to be fun.
2: Yeah, cuz we should get him in the Senate. You can have, you know, Tchotchke, Tchotchke lays it out, <laughs>
1: Hey, you that just, dude you know, that dude's not can... scared either.
2: No, he's uh, he's actually pretty intelligent and in the um I would want him to debate ocasio Cortez cuz then she can't play the racism card.
1: <laughs> i'm from happy days kid come on
2: thank yeah. you on on a schmaltzy
1: yeah too hilarious that is too hilarious yeah we need to make that happen
2: <laughs> we're gonna encourage There's somebody's squeaking by
1: yeah no kid
2: yeah, so i just put 108 dollars of gas in my uh toyota what that makes you feel good yeah 108 bucks yeah, it takes 19 gallons, but it took every bit of it.
1: Yeah, I'm sure it did.
2: 19 gallons at 180 108 bucks.
1: Oh my goodness,
2: 5.70 a gallon.
1: Gas prices sorting, folks. Get rid of it.
0: Well, I don't think that's uh, officially part of uh, how they calculate inflation either.
1: Oh yeah, it was transitory inflation. You notice how they like to use the word trans? They just like to throw it out there. Hmm. <laughs> uh transgender inflation or transitory inflation
0: <laughs> Transit- transitory gender
1: transitory gender inflation the biden inflation oh, continues there
0: you go well there that's the thing they keep seeing more genders so mm-hmm. there's definitely gender inflation
1: yeah yes absolutely boy talking about thrown being thrown into a reprobate mind boy the the biden regime is there
0: well uh, we, you know uh i'm hearing that there's going to be a wintertime or a fall shot Uh, and I'm here in in California um, has put together a a ministry of information where uh, they can chase you around if they think that what you're saying is against public opinion or no that's the wrong way to say it Um, anything that they see is inaccurate or misleading
1: well they can mislead into the power of my fist (laughs)
0: Mm -hmm. yeah Oh, that's the, there was a, a bill last week in the California state legislature about that.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I heard about that. that that's ridiculous.
0: Yeah. I think it was 1464. Well, and, uh, minus
1: 1464 folks. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, these people are really trying to go for it. That's what you get when you want to be a progressive people.
0: So the, um, how do you feel about ghost guns? Any,
1: how do I feel about ghost guns? Yeah. I like them. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and because I don't know, you know, I'm um, I'm enough of a gun guy, but if our issue is how do we avoid having stolen guns that can't be traced and all that stuff, you know, having them all register with the government is certainly the government's goal.
1: Oh, yeah, they want to register all your guns. They want to do that so they can keep an eye on you and they can come for your weapons because they'll know where they're at.
0: Unless you have that boating accident. Oh, so boy. I encourage, I encourage everyone to have it sink at least one boat. At one time in real life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: my guns I, I, are at the bottom of the ocean.
0: Yeah. Had, uh, the boat sank. Got actually no idea whatsoever.
1: Mm-hmm. I don't know what happened to them. They just sank. <laughs> oh, man. Brother Mike, let everybody know how they can find you in the socials if they want to get a hold of you. Uh,
0: Mike Owen and uh, Crystal Basin Sellers is behind that on Facebook. So I do most of my work. I'm, I'm too. Too busy and too messed up to try to adopt a bunch of other platforms. Yeah. So I don't tick. I don't talk. I don't tweet. I don't, you know, I'm, from what I hear, tweetings for, t- I don't know what <laughs> is. <laughs> that is funny. Tweet. Donald Trump, if he could have, somebody could have taken his toy away from him, we'd be a much better off position right
1: now. Oh, man. <laughs> that is too funny. <clears throat> he
0: was so mean.
1: Yeah. Even though he was making that stupid company so popular.
0: How about how about Larry the Liberal? You ever watch that dude?
1: No, no, no. I've never watched him.
0: Yeah, <laughs> look him up on Facebook. We're coming to town near you. I'll be down that way in uh, early June. You know, and uh, I don't know. I might do some stand up down in, in Newport Beach.
1: Oh, that would be cool, Larry the Liberal, ladies and gentlemen. That would be funny.
0: Yeah, no, not me. No, my uh, my my uh, persona is two ply. <laughs> two ply. So. Uh, Two ply was a he was a redneck old redneck rapper and uh, during the first part of the pandemic when you couldn't get toilet paper. Oh yeah! <laughs> so I was two ply. That's look at awesome. Look on my Facebook. Look on my Facebook videos for some two ply stuff. It was pretty sarcastic.
1: Two ply. Hey, you know what? I'm telling my producer Money Ben, to look that up. He has Facebook. I actually deleted yeah, I my could, account.
0: Uh, I could I could you know, bust open one of those next time we talk.
1: Yeah, that would be awesome. And uh, as a matter of fact, uh, we have to at least try to do this at least once or twice a month.
0: I'm good for a call like that. You know, I've got, I'm doing something on uh, uh, a uh, a wine gig on a on an AM station up our way. Okay. And I do some stuff out of Reno, and so now I, I like to do a little bit of media, and obviously I like to you know expose my humble opinion.
1: <laughs> yes, and it is welcomed here. I'll tell you that.
0: Well, gee, like free speech and all that stuff.
1: Yeah, you can stick it to the you yeah. can stick it to the numbskulls in Washington on this show.
0: It's not uh, it's not sedition until it's you know further along.
1: Mm-hmm. And we'll make it tradition.
0: <laughs> make a tradition of talking about sedition.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh all man! Right.
0: Part of the, that's part of the next two ply. You're you, already helping me write it.
1: Yep, two ply video coming up soon. I'm going to produce it, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> thank you so much everybody for listening to the podcast you can follow us on Podbean. you can also follow me on getter twitter and instagram yes indeed yeah Dog radio on getter and instagram please follow we're gonna start getting merch for the show coming pretty soon and i think uh you should get some two-ply merch uh made <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah i when you hear that stuff, you might giggle. We'll find out. <laughs>
1: yeah! <laughs> Thank you so much for listening on my, on behalf of myself, Vin Dog Radio and my producer, Money Ben, and my good friend, Mr. Mike Owen for Crystal Basin Winery. Yes, indeed. Please buy the wine. You'll be doing me a huge favor. <laughs>
0: crystalbasin.com, There. Right
1: yes, Bye. sir. Take care, folks. We'll see you soon inside the kennel.